nexus, uh, it seems to me that you have to show that there's some significant relation between the wetlands you're regulating or seeking to regulate and the navigable water. I agree with that, Justice And, I, and that's just, it seems to me, so far been missing from the discussion. Well, and, and I guess there's, there's two ways to look at this. You can start with the significant nexus test um, and see if it's met. I guess the way that the Corps would naturally proceed is to start with their definitions. And they would say section, subsection 5 covers tributaries. And you can ask the question, is there a significant nexus between the tributaries and the navigable waters in which they flow into? And I think the answer to that is yes. And then there's the secondary question as to subsection 7 of the the regulatory definition. Is there a significant nexus between wetlands that are adjacent to waters otherwise within the Corps' jurisdiction, be they the traditional navigable waters or their tributaries? And I think Riverside Bayview answered that question and said, yes, there is a significant nexus between adjacent wetlands and any otherwise regulable water body to which they are adjacent. So that's the way we would ultimately satisfy what this Court required, which is a significant nexus. I wouldn't have understood this Court's decision to transplant the significant nexus test and say that's what the Corps should administer, because whatever ambiguity there is in waters of the United States, I think significant nexus is precisely the kind of test you'd want the well, Corps to 